Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Warning, warning, happy hour listeners. We really earned our not safe for work or anywhere rating this week with Suzanne Wong, our filthy, filthy friend who we love with the heat of a thousand white hot suns, who is struggling with cancer again. But there's something right in the world when she's still just as filthy. So here we go. Warning, warning. Happy, happy hour, bitches. Suzanne Wong is back. Yeah! Fuck yeah! And she's alive, motherfuckers. Yeah! <laughs> she fisted stage four cancer in the ass and made it her bitch. And, and now... And it got mad, And so now, the bitch back. Back. now the bitch the is back. Now the bitch is back. back. <laughs> there's going to be crying. There might be snotting on your shirt, but there's going to be laughter. Yes. Hi, Suzanne Wong. What Hi. the fuck are you drinking? I'm drinking an organic fucking green juice. It <laughs> smells juice. wonderful. Think is there ginger in it? Oh, yes. Well, that gives a little zing. Listen to me. If it weren't for cancer, I would eat bacon and Hostess white powder donuts every meal, every day. So, you know, this doesn't make me happy, but... You did the happy hour when it was behind the paywall, and then you've obviously been on the regular show, and we've talked about your whole path. Now, I ate uh, very loud, crunchy things during the original happy hour, (laughs) talking about your cancer, during very tender moments. I also heard that was one of the filthiest happy hours ever. Oh, she's a fucking whore. Yeah. She hosted a show on the Playboy channel, and she's fucking filthy. I did, about fetishes. I'm fascinated by fisting and felching and, you know, all the deviant. I think it's hilarious and fascinating. She has two Ivy League degrees, but she also has uh, fucked in my bathroom uh, with uh, Jeff. During a dinner party. Oh, was I not supposed to say that? Oh I was like, well, we were, actually, okay, we were outside at a barbecue, and I was like, wow, where is Suzanne and Jeff? And then they came out of the bathroom, oh you know, God. with the JBF at, hair, and I was like, what, what I, is happening? Are we at the, like, censor part of this podcast? No. Is that, like, that she the, knows. It's got an explicit tag. She's a whore. She well, knows. No, we just never talked about it on the air. They have a very healthy sex life. <laughs> <laughs> I was just happy the counter didn't break. I was like, Whew, okay, everything's I'm good. i have a drink. Wow. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Starting off with a bang. Yeah. I just want to make her comfortable. <laughs> Literally. Bang. Bam. And here I thought we were just going to celebrate Sarah Huckabee Sanders' retirement. Yay! Oh, yay! Yeah, that news is breaking I'll as we're taping. I'll drink to that. Yeah. I felt like one of our listeners tweeted, like, if I were to take her squiggy eye and go lumber back to the barn, and that was before that, I feel like maybe that was the one thing that hurt her feelings. She actually left. Maybe she, that's why she lumbered back to the barn. 
That's mean. We, we say that she goes to the barn to feed directly from the cow because she couldn't get food at the table with the other husky boys around. Oh. Eating <laughs> you've seen the Huckabee Christmas picture, they're all little. like We feel like she's the one that didn't get enough uh, nutrition, so she had to suck off a, a cow in the barn. <laughs> Not in a dirty way, in a, in a nutrition way. In a healthy way. <laughs> yeah, don't be a whore. Um, listen, your friend drove you here. Dawn Marie Ferrara is Yay, right there. Yay. Dawn Marie. Fucking New York's in the house She's over there. She's from New York. We're going to drag you in here one way or another. I know you said you're not 718, but you fucking read 718 to me. Like Just do a walk-in. Do a walk-in. She's a beautiful Say actress, hello. too. Okay. How you doing? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's also political, too, so she's very excited about this. How are you doing? Yeah, um, man. She's we awesome. We replace one of these useless bags of flesh. Right? <laughs> Wasting waste of microphones. Let's replace Felicia. <laughs> oh, your tumor? That's, all right, yeah. let's just wait on the fucking Felicia, the goddamn right. sternum tumor that is... Okay. Jesus, this is like alien. so much attention. Let's everybody call Felicia a bitch. Yeah. Like an yeah. alien. Because it is popping out of her chest. Bye. So, Time wait, Don Marie, can I just say, your you're Rita Moreno is your cousin? Yeah. That's all. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah, I, okay, I didn't me. even know that. What? Really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, she's one of the executive producers of the new Spielberg-directed West Side Story. Travis, I was kidding about you being a wasted bag of flesh. I would like you to also talk during this. He needs this microphone more than that. (laughs) No, you both share. I I, I didn't mean to call you a waste of a microphone. As you know, Donald Trump has made me mean. Yeah. Don Marie. All right. What's that? What did you say? Oh, How do you feel about Donald, Donald Trump. Trump? What yeah. would you like to say, Don Marie? Uh, any fucking uh, New Yorkers got any uh, fucking thing to say about that, Maroon? Oh, uh, forget about it. Nah. I just want him gone. Yeah. I just want him freaking gone. Just take him out. Don't you, do you think? Don't you think he's the one that's trying to kill Suzanne? Don't you feel like it's the goddamn stress? <laughs> do you know brought... that the stress? I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding either. It started then, and it has gradually continued. It has been so between that and the fucking Kavanaugh. Hearing? Yeah. Yeah. Forget it. Uh, yeah. It's not going to happen, but if it did, Suzanne, I'll be like, you killed my friend. Prepare to die. All right. <laughs> if what I if- ever run into Donald Trump, which I'm sure I will. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah, it's not, it's not happening. Maybe yeah. Pelosi needs to do impeachment as the cure for this. Jesus Christ. We need that, that could solve the problem. Yes. It would certainly help. <sighs> All right. Suzanne. Yeah. Now, I Wait, talked I, about on the air. What? I have, I, this is my first time meeting Chris. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. Let's, wait a minute. let's review. Let's, re- let's reset. Okay. For those okay. that have not uh, had heard Suzanne on the happy right. hour or on the regular show. Uh, okay. Or heard me talk about her. Uh, you are you fanboyed on her because. I did. Okay. A lot of people because of House Hunters. Right. Which she, which well, I was also a fan years. of House Hunters. Okay. But before that, I was a big fan of Breakfast Time on FX. Oh. On which you are a road warrior. Yes. yes. And that's my, it's my, probably my favorite job ever on television. Right. And it was only on for a year. And yeah. a lot of people didn't get to see it. And it was so much fun. It was Tom Bergeron was yeah. one of the hosts. I love him. And I've, then yeah. they had four road warriors. And our job was to go all around the United States, and, do live human interest segments. So I was always, I've been to every state in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a fun lot. It was sort of like Letterman meets Good Morning America. It was yeah. just a and morning it, show. It was, it was set fun. in an apartment, an actual apartment in New York City. Right yes. near Madison, uh, Madison Park or something. Uh, Pay attention the, over there, New Madison York. Square Park. <laughs> yep, Madison the Flatiron District. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he almost said Madison. Madison Square, whatever. Yeah. And they had a puppet co-host yes. named Bob. It was awesome. You were also a huge Arrested Development yes. fan who, where she played Olive Garden. Yes. The Asian prison gang leader, yes. of course. And by the way, the way that happened was 
I told a story about my journey with tit cancer at a spoken yeah. word thing called Sit and Spin. We, it's the happier, so we can say titty, titty, titty. Titty cancer, That's fuck right. you. Fuck, fuck you, titty fucking cancer. Fucking fisting ass fuck mm. cancer. Anyway, okay. so I told the story at a spoken word thing called Sit and Spin, and Jim Vallely was in the audience, mm-hmm. and he's the co-exec producer of Arrested Development. Right. And he loved my story, and then I sent him my stand-up reel, and he sent what it was to the Mitch name Hurwitz. Of, what was the name of your one-woman show? You Now Which Laughing? Show, I Make You Laughing. I make you laughing. <laughs> so Yay. racist. I'm racist. You Your not... car is yellow and it has a gook waffle not... license plate. It says Crasian, not gook waffle. Well, what do you, what's gook waffle? Gook it's your email. my email address. Because I can take back the power of right. words that have been we used call to you... hurt me. Okay. I call you round eye. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I call, call you Crasian. Because yeah. you are the fucking Crasian that everyone cheated off of, obviously. <laughs> You wouldn't have <laughs> Ivy League degrees coming out your asshole. You were valedictorian of your class. You went to wear Yale, Brown. Are you jealous of me now, though? Do you wish like, you had this? When you do, when they do, did they do, do colonoscopies? They're like, oh, there's another Ivy League degree. Oh, are we done? No. Oh, fucking overachiever. Oh, tiger daughter. <laughs> Speaking of colonoscopies, I'm doing a bunch of enemas now to get rid of parasites oh. and tapeworms and candida. I read that. <laughs> Let's do one on air. Wow. <laughs> this is not Katie Kirk. This is not the Today Show. <laughs> Suzanne was also Polly, the oversex spa manager on Las Vegas, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was not acting because she's a whore, as we've already covered. <laughs> what? She knows. It was so much fun working on that show. I, I basically was given free reign to say whatever I wanted in one take after we got the NBC approved right. take in the can. And the... In the can. Somehow. (laughs) Oh, she's in the can. We joke. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, somehow a lot of the things that I said only for the benefit of making the crew guys laugh that I never thought would make it on the air would make it on the air. One time I made a fisting reference. I said, oh, my boyfriend, the Cholho, he mad at me. Like, time I put fist in bad place, get stuck. <laughs> they, on NBC. And they left it in. Oh, God. And all, all my friends call up and say, I don't understand. Are the NBC censors not watching this show? And I'm thinking, the word fist is not on that shit fuck cunt yeah, motherfucker. Right, right. It's not, it's not on there. We've, we've debated not on, on the Stephanie Miller show. I'm like, can I can say, I say she fisting? fisted state for cancer? In yeah. Uh. But what did they, what did? What was the verdict? Well, I, I don't think, I think so. I think I We're afraid leaped, to cross that fisted, line. and then I did the rest of it and made it her bitch. I can say that. Yes. And you can say ass. You can say bitch so and ass. So in honor of Rocket right. Man, the bitch is back. Yeah. Back. Back. Yeah, the bitch, the bitch is, is back. Fisting conjures up an image in people's minds. I think that's what's yeah. the whole thing about it. That's good. You say that because you're a homo. <laughs> well, you All know. Right. Have you ever fisted? What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now we're now we're talking. Yeah, uh-uh. the silence is Let deafening. Me get some yes, <laughs> yes. Let me have some. Popcorn. And was there fasting first? Because I okay. hear it's easier. Um, no, you, you clean yourself out. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, I'm wow. a Catholic. I'm a Catholic. No, beforehand, <laughs> it's just polite to do so. Yeah, I have yeah. a question. I'm a Catholic what? girl. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't. So what is what is that? Do you? Is it your fist up? His or his well, fist not, up yours like are going to be a punch through. You, you like can, ease Oh, it's not like you can be the not like rock 'em sock 'em robots. The fister or the fisty. Yeah. Oh, we could be a fisting top feel, or a fisting bottom. Does that feel good? Ha, okay. you, you've never fisted a no, woman? no in the hoo ha no. instead of the back hole. No, you know, no, I punch through the fists no. are not involved in well, my love ma- fingers. Uh, yes, but not not a fist. Like, How many fingers? Not 
fist. How many fingers? <laughs> like, what do you think I've been with if all women if that it's have four had or five 12 fingers, children? Because I still can't. If it's on. five fingers. Yeah, if it's, if it's five <laughs> fingers, you fist it. not do that. Well, it just depends. If the woman's like the Grand Canyon down there, Some then you can get it in there like easily. a few more fingers, but I have not been with anyone that needs a fist. <laughs> Travis. See, you know what? Oh Here's the thing. Okay. I, I, prepared, I was prepared to talk about Donald Trump, Sarah Sanders resigning, <laughs> Kellyanne Conway and her ethics violations. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. You're not getting no. off here, so to speak. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a little more gradual. It's like, one, okay, good. Oh, yeah, good. No, that's... I, I still hope we have next week's podcast is. guest after this one comes out. <laughs> you don't... When, you, when you're fisting, you don't start out with five fingers. You start out with one. Work up the two. whole fist? I well, mean, you don't punch. You, it's, it's like okay. you go like this. What is she, fucking Mrs. Walton? She said 12 kids? Lesbians generally haven't had to... Okay, here's what I want to say. What? You, I know that we are both racist because you call me round and I call you crazy. However, you are looksist because what? you and all your friends... Because every time I look on Instagram, look at her. And look at Vanessa Marcel, who's going to call in, your other best friend. Have any of you not been on People Magazine's most hundred most beautiful people list? You shallow Hollywood motherfucker. And yet, am I still single? Yes, because you're all fucking straight girls. What's that? What's that about? Maybe you need to get your fisting technique yeah. down. <laughs> to friggin' Jay. Yep. <laughs> what up, New York? <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? How you doing, honey? Maybe you can convert Dawn Marie. <laughs> you never know. Seriously, are all your friends just straight and beautiful? Because every picture I see, I'm like, what? Are you all, like, is it? Is that how you screen them on the 100 Most Beautiful list? Or They just have to be smart, funny, and talented. If they happen whatever. to be attractive, whatever. Whatever. Let's talk. <laughs> By the way, Stephanie, thank you for coming to my fundraiser in March. It was so amazing to have you. And the only reason you were there is because it started at 1. Yeah, I know. Because you Lord that knows for me. you can't come <laughs> the to afternoon. the next one because the next one's at 7.30. So you're like, no, past my bedtime. I know, but that's why we're doing this so we can tell people yeah. to thank go and you. to go to your GoFundMe. Because and you. as we've talked about when you've been on the show before, Suzanne, it, quite seriously, this is such fucking bullshit it in is, America. I know that you, because you've been on the show before and we know you're that when you beat stage four cancer the first fucking time you lost your house. You went through all this shit. Like I went a half a million dollars into debt. Yes. I had to sell my house Yeah, uh, because the things that actually have worked for me are not covered by insurance and cancer is big business and the cutting, burning, poisoning method is just not for me, but that's the lucrative stuff, and that's what's covered by insurance. And so if you want to veer off that path, then you have to come up with yeah. money. And, and what, also, did, what did you do the first time? How, what kind of treatment did you do the first well, time? Well, I mean, this is now the fourth time. So the first time I just got a lumpectomy, yeah. and then I made some lifestyle changes because I didn't want to do radiation chemo. Yeah. And then the second time I didn't even do surgery because I felt like that didn't work because it just came back. And then when it went to stage four in 2011, I was in excruciating pain because my back was broken. And I suddenly changed from, okay. Wait, 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 wait. How did your back get? Because it had metastasized. Stage oh, four means okay. it's moved okay. away. So okay. it was in my okay. skull, my sternum, my left breast, my right breast, oh. my uh, lymph nodes, my uh, T10 vertebra, and my left hip. So it was... Everywhere. And you're 5'4 and, and you weigh like 14 pounds. If yes. people are not getting the video cast. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, um, because I was in excruciating pain, I'd never had a broken back before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
instead of going, oh, wave some sage over me and I'll meditate the pain away, I actually said, oh, no, in this case, we're doing surgery because <laughs> I don't care if you have to cut the heads off endangered species and shove them in my back. I'm going to get rid of all political correctness. Fuck and that. Just, I'm just yeah. going right. to... What's that? Just a bald eagle? Cut its head just, off and shove just, it up my ass. Just make this... <laughs> Again with the ass. Yeah. Is that an American? I don't think so, New York. You're, you're, you're kind of ass-focused today. Why? If I don't you're... know why. <laughs> she talks about fisting a lot. Do you, you know Suzanne? Are you... Do you know her? Okay, go ahead. I think felching's even funnier, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, that is... Yeah. What's that? Oh, oh no, that's no, when, no, 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 no. That's Not in front of my son. Somebody... Sean's your pretend son? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cover your Everything Sean. in my life is pretend. It's usually when uh, a, 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 gay thing. a guy is uh, comes in an orifice, whether right. it's a pussy or an asshole, or, uh-huh. and then puts his own mouth on that orifice and sucks okay. his own cum out Bow! and swallows it. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. That's and it, and it the, sounds like what it means. What was it's the, like la- what, felt, the last part was what? Sucks it, his own cum out and swallows it. Yum, yum. This? New York, what? So, so if it's what's in going an, on over there? So if it's in an ass, Dommery. there could be dingleberries fuck, right. and you know little hairs. Why? 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 <laughs> why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why would you do that? I don't understand. It's well, intimate. What do you mean? Did she say yum? It's, it's Wait, intimate. what? I did. I did. <laughs> so maybe Don Marie's done it. I mean, not. No, no, she. You can't. It, well, it, she it, could it, do the sucking out and swallowing right. part. Don Marie, it, I would do anything for you. Flexible as hell. I'm not sure about that. Might be a negotiation. Wow. You know, this, this make pop- love and like, you know, like kind of make out and then, you know, little nipple nipple. Little. Well, that all comes before the felching. <laughs> Coming, looking into each other's eyes. Okay. All right. Never mind. Okay. Um. Wow. This, oh this podcast is earning its explicit bad. <laughs> wow. Wow. Not safe. Not but just for work. You didn't or anywhere. <laughs> Hide your children. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Roll up the windows if you're listening in the car. <laughs> I know you already know I'm a Hollywood name dropper, so guess what? Here's Todd Simon, owner of Omaha Steaks. Oh, this is very exciting. We've talked to a lot of big names, but Todd Simon is a fifth-generation owner of Omaha Steaks. Todd, hello. Hey, how are you, Stephanie? I am good, and my uh, my guys here can tell you. Yep. I am not making this up. I have said over and over again, these are the best steaks and burgers I have ever had at Omaha Steaks. I love them. Well, thank you for saying so. What? Because I remember a butcher a long time ago telling me uh, the quality of the meat is all, is everything. And if you have great meat, all you need is like what you have, like the Omaha Steak signature seasoning and and heat, and that's it, right? If it's a good quality meat, how do you guys tell me what how you get the quality of meat that you have? Well, first of all, you know, unlike some people might think that Omaha Steaks isn't based in Omaha, Nebraska, but they would be wrong. We are based <laughs> in Omaha, Nebraska, and. Um, and we, uh, we get the first look at the very best beef in the country. So we start out close to the source of supply. We, get, we start out with the very best beef. And then we naturally age it for 21 to 28 days. Now, aging is an old-world process that's all but lost today, but that gives beef its mellow flavor, its rich flavor, and also starts to make it very, very tender. Mm. And then from there, from there we hand-trim it, um, so that each steak is perfect and very consistent, so you don't have like you know one steak for your you know in your family for dinner that's a half inch thick and another one that's an inch thick and they don't cook at the same time. You know we try to make it very consistent. Yeah. And then we we vacuum seal it and then we flash freeze it 
And that flash freezing is something that you just can't do at home. What we do is we basically put the steak in a state of suspended animation. So when you go to eat it and you thaw it out, it's going to be perfect. Like it was, it's actually fresher than fresh. I am a, a Libra, so I fell in love with the filet mignons two weeks ago, and then I had the top sirloins, and now I can't decide. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, the burgers, uh, really unbelievable. I was saying, you know, I love this Father's Day package that you're, you've offered, because my dad, you know, a lot of people have, like, my dad loved steak. And mm -hmm. so I think it's a thing that, you know, it, it also kind of brings back memories, right? Like, I just remember that steak on the grill and corn on the cob, sliced tomatoes, whatever you got. But it, it is, uh, it, your steaks are just honestly the best I've ever had. You know, uh, there was recently a survey done by one poll of 2,000 dads. And one of the things it revealed is that three in four dads prefer an experience over a physical gift for mm -hmm. Father's Day. Yeah. And that sitting down uh, for a meal with dad... Um, is an amazing idea because 79% of dads said they like to bond with their children over food. So Omaha Steaks really checks a bunch of boxes there. And then, of course, the crazy thing about it is, is that dad actually wants to get out to the grill and make that dinner. So yeah. it's, you know, it's kind of, it, it, it's a, an amazing way to bring the family together on sort of dad's favorite day. You know, 50, 57% of dads said that Father's Day is their favorite day of the year. Yum, yum, yum. And now back to the happy hour. <laughs> Jeff, who you fucked in my bathroom, um, refers to you as his soul twin. He, I, you, I have to say, uh, it, it, this, the thing you sent out for the, you know, the next, and I have to say, the, the benefit you had, which was sort of like a comedy funeral, except it was, you yes. know, to raise money I to actually keep had, you alive. I actually <laughs> had people perform whatever comedy, yes. music, whatever, but if they wanted to, they could do a brief one minute, what I call Y-O eulogy, eulogy, which is right. you tell somebody what you would say at their memorial service, but you tell them now while they're alive instead of waiting until they're dead, and then you're telling everybody else but them. Yeah. And so yeah. I thought, which is what, kind of what a great, it's a, it's a really powerful yeah. thing to yeah. give it and to receive. And I got to receive a bunch of no. them, and it was incredible. Jody and Hamilton and I were sitting together, and we were alternately laughing and, and crying, crying, as you do with you. Um, <laughs> you had, uh, you put googly eyes on your tumor yes, and I lipstick. I exposed it, yeah. and I wore a low-cut thing, yeah, and I put googly weird. eyes, lashes, and lips on it, and decided to name it Felicia so that we could all go, bye, bye Felicia. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 And, and that I, fucker is like a guest I, at a party that does not get a hint, that we're all like, Oh, wow. I got to get up and early. I really, I really thought that using the humor and shining the light on it because, you know, that that would be a really great, effective thing. And then having the fundraiser and receiving all this love and, you know, instead of being um, antagonistic, just thank you. We love you. Yeah. And bye bye. Thank you for the lessons. Because, you know, um, people love when you have cancer to say, fight it and battle it and fight and struggle and battle and good luck with the fight and be a fighter. And, that doesn't work for me. Now, for some people, that might work for them, and that might be what they need in life. But I've been a rebellious sort of feisty fighter forever, and here's what I think. And I said this at the fundraiser. So, you know, George Carlin said fighting for peace is like fucking for virginity. It's mm -hmm. like that. I don't want to have the same energy around the cancer as the cancer. So yeah. instead of, I've got to fight. Because also, if you enter into a battle, that means you could lose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how about I not going to, so if it's a tug of war, how about I just drop the rope and walk away? That way I can't possibly lose. I'm just going to let it go and go over here instead, if that yeah. makes sense. So I, I just want people to understand that don't, don't buy into some sort of hypnotic thing that everyone thinks that they're supposed to say, 
fight it and battle it and how's the struggle going and how's the fight and fight and fight because that's not what I want to hear and that doesn't work for me. I'm releasing it. I'm learning lessons. I'm embracing my health again. You know, Einstein said a problem cannot be solved from the same energy or consciousness level that created the problem. Martin Luther King Jr., darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And I feel like fighting cannot drive out cancer. Because if it, think about it, how's the war on drugs and the war on cancer and the war on terror all gone? Yeah. Oh, yeah, those are all gone. No, it it doesn't work. And you sing this hilarious, amazing version of I Will Survive with your own words, which you did at the karaoke party. (laughs) Which I did. Um, And there was, um, yeah, so there was uh, one particular part where I said, um, I had to ask for help and love, and then I started to get strong. I just had to be reminded I am Suzanne fucking Wong. Yeah. yeah. And that's why. That's right, motherfuckers. And that's why I decided to name this fundraiser Suzanne fucking Wong's I'm Still Alive Fundraiser. So this, um, this new path is I'm digging deeper. I'm doing a lot of because this because Felicia is fused to my sternum and chest wall and inoperable. Inoperable, that, that's uh, right. It's yeah. directly over my heart chakra. And so I'm doing a lot of, I believe in the mind-body-spirit connection. So in, in addition to targeted cancer treatments and changing my diet and things like that, I'm also working in therapy on releasing past heartbreak, betrayal, trauma, resentments, because I want the need for something to protect my heart chakra to go away by yeah. healing that stuff. So I'm simultaneously doing that kind of work. I also, because of Karen Rontowski, who I introduced yes, you to. who we've had on the happy hour. Yes, Karen Rontowski is yeah. awesome. She referred me to a shaman named Emmanuel who lives in Kauai, who she highly recommended. And I've never gone on a shamanic healing journey. So you and, and I, Jeff are going, Yes, man, we're to going. Surf He's going to surf, and I'm going on a spiritual journey in heaven on earth, if you've ever been to Kauai. Yeah, it and, is beautiful. And, you know, it's it's not free to go and he's not charging me for um the the healing journey which is amazing but he said you know if there's anything you can donate so this is to raise funds for this trip that's coming up in july where i'm feeling like if it hadn't gotten to this point i never would have been interested in a shamanic healing journey what you know what is that and i'm really always open to embracing new paradigms and things like that but honestly if it weren't for jeff i really think i would have committed suicide in october you said this this is so heartbreaking uh suzanne what you wrote you said this has been such a brutal chapter in my life walking through the depths of physical and emotional uh, pain i've never had so much compassion for people who choose to end their lives if it weren't for jeff's unconditional love irreverent sense of humor and irrepressible desire for me to stay on the planet i don't think i'd still be there oh it's all right so that's where i start crying because um that was apparent at this last fundraiser just you know his love for you your love for each other your your body this is why i rolled i wore this uh t-shirt sisterhood is global for uh fucking new york over there and you and also vanessa marcel who's your best friend yes i have best friends will be calling in soon and i mean i've we've all done this right where like i had a friend you know get a pacemaker and i was in the hospital making her laugh and my best friend for 40 years has had incredible health challenges that i almost lost to uh, she uh, had a hysterectomy and had a bleeding and emergency surgery and so oh, i know God. that sort of and don marie i just wanted to ask you because i was looking you experienced losses so early in your life the untimely best of both of your parents your father were killed when you were five your mother succumbed to cancer a year later uh, at six you went to live with your maternal grandmother she too died from cancer yeah 
So, and now she's totally here for me with this journey and helping me and giving me rides wherever I need to go. And she also um, is an essential oil genius. Oh, oh, and we, so, oh, is Vanessa calling we, we in? We have a call on line one, yeah. line six. Hang on, hang on. Okay. Uh, what am I, do you know what to do? I, I answer, it, answer it like usual. How do I do it? Like, th there you go. Hi, Vanessa. Is that you? Hello, Vanessa. Hello, Vanessa. Hi. Hi, Vanessa. She just cock-blocked your story, Don Marie, but we'll get back to that. We'll get back to the cock, aren't we? <laughs> All right, we'll get back to that. Hey, Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. Are you there? Hi, Bunny. Hi, Bunny. I was saying how um, really luxist uh, um, um, Suzanne is, since you have been not only like Suzanne on People's Most Beautiful uh, girl list. You also were the inspiration for Prince's music video, The Most Beautiful Girl in the World. <laughs> no, isn't that crazy? Clearly he was talking about internal beauty. <laughs> no, 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 he Vanessa. Was talking about good personality. <laughs> no. That's what the song was about. <laughs> I was like, listen, she's been in a Hallmark and Lifetime movies. You have to be fucking smoking beyond hot for that. But you... So wait, you were his muse? Yeah. All right. Whatever, yeah. Vanessa. Listen, you were Prince's muse for the most beautiful girl in the world. Tell us why, how, what, what? Oh, God. Oh. Well, Suzanne will tell you I can't really talk about that that much. He didn't really like that, you know? Oh. Right. Yeah. He didn't really like it. He, he was really private. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bunny, well, I had nothing to do with her talking about that, just Suzanne like that, too. Yeah, Bunny, thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Vanessa, here's what, uh, first of all. Suzanne's the... almost as private as Prince, by the way. She's, like, pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I was, you know, it's really meaningful that she's come out and and um, just kind of so vulnerably and bravely spoke to the world about what she's going through, and she really does it to help other people, yeah. but also to, you know, live a life of freedom, um, because obviously we, we all know we're only as sick as our secrets, and some of that stuff was like she needs to be able to share it so that she can help other people, but so that also so that people could give to her and she could receive all the things that she deserves that she's always given to everyone else her whole life. Bunny, shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your <laughs> trap, Bunny. <laughs> um, you guys have a podcast uh, called do. Love Stop. I, You know, Vanessa, we were just saying, um, before you cock-blocked and uh, her other best friend here, that... <laughs> <laughs> no, you have a filthy podcast with because because uh, as we all know, Suzanne is filthy. What? Yeah. What? Well, our podcast has been put on the back burner because Suzanne always comes up with excuses like I have cancer. <laughs> I have cancer. <laughs> She's such a whiner. She is. But Vanessa, I, I first of all, I have to say, so we were talking about like we all know what this is like. I've had best friends with serious health stuff going on and. Clearly, Suzanne, I'm wearing the T-shirt I wore is Sisterhood is Global because Suzanne has one well, sisterhood and a brotherhood. But it really is so important, isn't it? When you're we were just talking about Don Marie's experienced, you know, death of her family members at such a young age. And it, I mean, sometimes this is all we have is like, you know, the, the what do we call it? Chosen family. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. Wayne Dyer said our friends are God's way of apologizing for our families. Oh. <laughs> so true. That's so I true. I like hanging out with, I mean, you know, I'm my man and he's amazing and I admire him and all that bullshit. But I don't really, you know, I just want to hang out with my girlfriends. Like they're the ones, men come and go, women are forever. That's how I've always felt my whole life. Always. I mean, you women know, as are a such warriors. I think women are un- 
unbelievable creatures and we go through so much physical bullshit mm-hmm. yep. um, and yeah. we still get up and handle everything <laughs> try to make everyone feel good and I just love women you know Vanessa can I just say I'm a lesbian. You are smoking hot. From the fact that you just called your relationship bullshit, I feel like I have an in here. Oh, stop <laughs> it. I'm going to work like a motherfucker. Oh, but listen. Uh, <laughs> no, but if you don't know Vanessa Marcel, Brenda Barrett on General Hospital, Gina Kincaid on Beverly Hills 90210, Sam Marquez on Las Vegas. So, um, you know, you, you also have a, a storied career like Suzanne. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm always still amazed. Like, um, I, I was, I started acting at five on stage, and it was always my greatest passion. But you know, I'm from Indio. I didn't realize you could actually make a living at something you love. So I'm always still shocked. I mean, I was going to law school. I wanted to be a lawyer. Now I want to be a cop. So I'm always thinking, like, well, I'll get to my real career as soon as I stop getting acting jobs. <laughs> it kept coming. So um, it's. You know, I feel like it's a miracle. I mean, I'm so grateful to be able to work in this industry. It's it's such an incredible, fun job to have. Well, I, you're, I, you know, you guys are all amazing. I, I you know, I've sort of known of you through Suzanne, but um, so you obviously done you, you have a child with uh, Brian Austin Green, who was your um, castmate. How many kids do you have? I have two kids. Um, my son, that the uh, that's Cassius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, whose father you mentioned is Brian Austin Green. And, and I'm uh, Cassius's godmother. Godmother, Yay. right? There yeah. you go. Yes. Suzanne is the most amazing godmother. I mean, lots of times she bugs the shit out of me, but she's such a good yeah, godmother. Yeah, she's a fucking, Jesus <laughs> Christ, pain in my ass. ass. But she's an mm-hmm. amazing godmother. <laughs> my son is so crazy about her, and she has been there for us and my son in our darkest hours. And, um, and then, you know, she's there to laugh. Um, and enjoy all the good times too. Like she's just a rock. She's our rock. Aww. Well, that's why so many people are here for her now, Vanessa. I mean, you know, it's so interesting. You in New York over there, but it is interesting. <laughs> Actually, they've met. No, but you wonder yeah, if people that, that have Vanessa. There's a reason that you bond on such a deep level because I was reading in here that you've had seven miscarriages. That you've been, yeah. Though you have two kids, so and you know, Don Marie experienced death of her family at such a young age has that made you guys able to be there for Suzanne in a way that's sort of on a, a deeper level than maybe some of us have experienced well we have been there for each other through really dark times when we first met on the set of Las Vegas it was instant friendship and we made each other laugh and we were sort of inseparable from working on that show moving forward but um, between my health crises she she drove me to every doctor's appointment for one year when when I was going through the worst of the cancer and she was going through a horrific court case and I was there at every hearing and writing every deposition declaration with her and yeah. you know and and so we have so much money in the bank with each other honestly that's uh, a great way to put it that's that's Friendship how we feel about each other yeah. we have we have yeah. just an endless well of money in the bank when it comes to each other yeah um you know it's so funny I feel like again that's why I'm wearing this t-shirt and Lily Tomlin and Jane Wagner sent this to me, who are my like oh, good friends yes. and, and, men, and mentors. We adore them and mentors. Yes. But I mean, talk about the sisterhood, oh, that's right. Vanessa. Right? Like I, for my friend Trish, for my friend Wanda, I since you guys are both that get my daughter the shot friend, which I am, <laughs> I am Shirley MacLaine. Yeah. <laughs> Please, I don't see why she has to have this pain. It's time for the shot. You understand? Do something. All she has to do is hold on until ten, and it's ten, ten. She's in pain. I don't 
That's you guys, right? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) That's who we are for each other. Yeah. Uh, That is correct. I mean, Vanessa would sleep in the hospital room Mm. overnight in some uncomfortable chair, just making sure I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vanessa, I, okay. So here's the other thing I, I uh, that I love about you. No, just no. because I mean I joke I joke about the whole you know People Magazine most beautiful perfect most beautiful woman Maxim Magazine Hot 100 mm-hmm. FM yeah. Magazine hundred sexiest woman in the world. I love I that, that you said I don't know. Time. What's that? I do that shit in my spare time. Yeah. <laughs> But you talked about it in one thing. You said, I don't know any woman who doesn't have an anxiety attack about wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> she talked about almost... And she go like, what? there is something about the sisterhood, right? No matter how beautiful all you guys are, there's something about that you can't explain, right? But you said you had an anxiety attack when you had to wear a bathing suit on, you know... Uh, yeah, and you're actually, one of, you've been one of the most beautiful women in the world for... Yeah. Bathing suits. I don't really think that much about how I look. Honestly, Suzanne will... will you know, she doesn't. She's uh, usually dressed like a bag lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, hot, fucking hot bag I'm like lady. A, I'm like a dude in my day-to-day life. But, however, when I started on General Hospital, I was playing a 17-year-old, and I, they wanted me to be in a bathing suit on television. Like, on television. Yeah. yeah. Like a stripper. And I love strippers, but I'm just not one. So, you know, I mean, I'm not good at it like that. So I could work with you. <laughs> never wanted to be defined by, you know, you can be the, you can be the hot girl of the moment, but you're not going to have an 80 year career. Right. And I truly love the craft of acting. I want to play grandmas and great grandmas and the weird neighbor. And, you know, like I'm not interested in being the hot girl of the moment. So I think my anxiety attack wasn't about like, oh, am I good enough? Because I don't really give a shit about being like, the cutest girl in the room or because I could see nothing beauty is a handicap what I cared about was being defined by that within right. my craft right. and you don't want to be the bikini girl and everything no, right you I know part of me wants to say that's fantastic I said yeah I, did, I said no and yeah Part of me wants to say that's fantastic, and part of me wants to say go fuck yourself, Vanessa. But you can listen. You can say go fuck yourself to me, but I'm saying I'll rock the bikini in our private time. Oh, Vanessa's a saucy little minx. I feel like your friends are all straight and hot, but a little bit turnable. Vanessa, thank thanks for being such a great friend to our friend Suzanne, and thanks for taking this time. Thank you. She talks about you all the time. And honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being such a great source of laughter for her and intelligent conversation. And just Well, it's hard, you know, to drag her along with the intelligence, but we try. <laughs> yeah. She's not Whatever. educated. It's a good thing she's not. It's like reading for dummies, but, you know. <laughs> Vanessa, right, thanks for having me. Thanks, buddy. I know, I know you're uh, you're uh, in a busy Love place you. and in a tough sell spot, and you did this for uh, your friend. And thank you, honey. We appreciate. It. Can't wait to meet you in person. Yeah, me too. Thanks for having. Uh, me. All right, thanks, Vanessa. Bye. Aww. Aww. Yeah. All right, Don Marie. Before she cockblocked you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can I just tell you that was like my coming out Christmas? We call it in my family because I was like in tears and wreck and telling my big sister like. And she's like, oh, Steffi Pauly's gay, my nephew. And I'm like, what? I got oh, totally fucking caught. Oh, my God. This is my this coming is my out moment. moment. She was more concerned about her son. Oh. And I was like, I, wait, what? I, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, so your parents died when you were a toddler. Oh, there's a fun, there's, there's a bigger name on the list. <laughs> 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 Sad trombone. But I think um, that going through really difficult stuff, right, it, it gives you it gives you more compassion for the human experience. And I think that, you know, the Don Marie it loves so deeply and she has such a big heart and you know, uh, I don't feel like I'm not interested in people who've had a silver spoon in their mouth and everything has gone their way their whole life. I don't want to be around those people. Yeah. yeah. That's like something yeah. that, I swear to God, the conversation my husband and I had on Saturday, he said to me, I wonder which one of us is going to take care of the other one later in life. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And I turned and looked at him. I said, well, your dad is taking care of your mom right now with congenital heart failure, mm -hmm. which is a very serious condition. He's been doing that for years. My mom took care of my dad when he was dying of cancer and it was, it was a three year process yeah. and it was one of those things where I turned to look and go, I just know that we both have examples of what that kind of yeah. love is yeah. and yes. that kind of support. And, and that's, that I'm so like. thankful. I know that you have that in you and it's, it's can like I just say that you're going to age faster working for me? Well, <laughs> and I'm also a year and a half older than him. So thank you. <laughs> so is it like when whoever becomes president usually turns gray really quickly? Yes. Is that, yes. is that, is that Travis? Hey, that's Travis. My hair was one. not this color when I started. <laughs> partially me, partially Trump. But, <laughs> but I'm sorry. So no, everybody's cock blocking. I know, the rain. I know. What do you so, want to know? All right. So what, 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 but, so how, what was that like and how did it inform you and your life and your relationships later i mean how, how do you go through that at that age you were a, literally a toddler when you lost your parents and your grandmother right it feels a little bit more that you're saying it because it's my life so yeah. it just isn't is it's yeah. it's uh i'll tell you i got so many different lessons the one thing that i know is that we have a finite time on this earth be careful who you bring in as your friends yeah and i i am just so happy that i can count Suzanne as a friend. Yeah. And uh, and now you'll know that I'm Puerto Rican and Italian because I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like going to be a puddle over here. 718 so, and yeah. or 212. No, 212, All baby. right. Jesus. Little whatever. Italy. So oh. close, but yet so far. So far. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I know. it's one of those things. And, and, you know, it's my, hard to have a shallow relationship, right? Yeah. With Suzanne. No. With, with, yeah. And the people that you choose... Like you're saying, I don't want somebody that, like, you know, had Trump's life. Fuck him. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. want that shit. You want people that you can learn from and they can learn from you. You can actually build each other up. Yeah. But does, give but them does, wings but does to fly. experience tragedy that young, does it inure you in any way or does it make it worse when it happens again later in your life? It I will tell you who you are. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'm raised with a bunch of people that just said, you know, make believe that shit didn't happen. So for many years from my parents' death, I just kind of like, I can talk about my grandmother because if I, about my mother with my grandmother there, because she cried every night for her daughter. Yeah. So it made me very sensitive to people's emotions and how words can affect people. Because if I just mentioned my mom and I was crying for my mom, I would send her into hysterics. Yeah. Um, it was when my grandmother died that I cried for my parents. And I was wow. 18 years old. Mm. Wow. So it's, it's those survival uh, things that you learn to just make it one more day, just make it one more day. Yeah, you'll love Listen, this. Listen, I know she... you. I know you were straight. Uh, you know, depending on my fist, <laughs> I love the word. I love the word. Can I just say? Can I start dating your accent? Can I just start dating? <laughs> just... 
Listen, uh, listen. I'll put it on Tinder. You're gonna swipe right. <laughs> Just the way she pronounces Tinder. 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 Come on over. So, how you doing? How you doing? Come on over, Tinder. Don Marie met her husband George. You're gonna love this. Oh, at, what a at, fucking buzzkill that at is. At Gay Pride. Nice. They were both there as straight advocates. Yeah. They met each other yeah. there, and that's where they. Bonded. Awesome. That and then we went to a strip club. Well, yeah. I'll do it too. Jumbo's clown room is the fucking glue for a lot of relationships. <laughs> Up in here. Suzanne Wong. Yes? Uh, you know, it's good I'm far enough away from you that I can't snot on your shirt. <laughs> but so Wednesday, June 26, 730 yes. in, uh, uh, at the White Fire Theater. Yes. We're going to post all this, obviously, in uh, yes. Sherman Oaks. Mm-hmm. Only 85 Five seats available. Uh, yes. Reserve your seat. Minimum fifty dollar minimum uh, suggested donation. But you can go. You can go to, to, to go fund if you're around the country listening to yeah, this. Yeah, you, you. If do? you can't come, you can go to PayPal. Funny at SuzanneHuang.com. You can go to my GoFundMe page and make a donation and be there in spirit. Uh, I, I have to say that I went from refusing to ever ask for help and be told that that's disgusting and tacky and you should be humiliated to do that and realizing. That when I would give to friends of mine who were in need, I didn't think of them as pathetic charity right. cases. I thought them of them as a human who's going through something. And so to allow myself to even receive this stuff is sometimes still very uncomfortable, but it's, you know, it's really healing to, to crack my heart open and yeah. let all this stuff in. But Suzanne, more yeah. than that, you know this from, and you guys both know this from your political activism. This is not you. This is America today. The people get sick. And they have to go online and ask their friend, yes. people to help that's, them that's, and go find me. That's that is how broken fucked. the system is. Yeah. That yeah. is not yeah. just you. Yes. You shouldn't feel ashamed or tacky or anything. It, I mean, I my mom is 96, broke her hip. She just got diagnosed with Alzheimer's. We don't know how we're going to take care of her. Yes. It's a whole long, complicated story as it is with exactly. most families. But I'm, I've never had a dime of help from my family or a partner. I'm running my own business in this house and I'm yes. on the verge of like, what do I do about my mom? Yes. Like, well, how do I? I understand. What happens if this happens and this happens? We can't afford 24-7 skilled nursing. And people it's, will, it's, it, apparently, so many people are one medical emergency away from bankruptcy. Yes. Yeah. From total bankruptcy. Yes. You did it's it. And you lost okay. your house. I and know. you were very, you are and we're very successful. You had, yes. like most people, you had shows, you had thank, house hunters. Thank you goodness had I had the money to spend. The reason yeah. that a lot of people end up doing Western medicine stuff that doesn't work for them is because that's the only thing that's covered by their insurance. Right. So that's what they do. And if it doesn't work, they don't have the luxury of, yeah. well, why don't I try this alternative place or this clinic or try, you know, change your lifestyle. I mean, these, these things are not cheap. This fucking thing costs $10, this yeah. green juice. Yeah. Anyway. But I want to tell you some of the, the people that are really performing. really disgusting, by the way, too. Not it worth, actually, not worth it. It smells really it actually, good, though. It actually Gross. tastes pretty good. Yeah. Gross. Put a little barf. green mm-hmm. apple in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if that or fisting or felching wants so to make me barf more. Oh, felching. <laughs> a lot of stuff. I must love you. <laughs> okay, so Brian Callen's doing stand-up. Uh, Kira Soltanovich, Dwayne Perkins, Karen Rontowski. Yes. Mark Fernandez, Christina Wong, Steve Postel's doing music. Amy Anderson's doing stand-up. Ty Fance will probably tell a story. Helen Hong is oh, going to do stand-up. Gary Stockdale. My second favorite Asian. Uh, Gary Stockdale, Jody Siegel are doing music. Reverend James Mellon from the Global Truth Center will probably say something inspirational. Like if you were sick that day, I would have cheated off Helen Hong in class. Oh, thank oh. you. Mm-hmm. 
Shut up. Debbie June <laughs> is probably going to tell a story. Jack Kennedy, Mary Jo Mundy's going to sing. James Lashore is going to come. He was in the show Las Vegas with me. Mo Gaffney's going to come. She, oh, she, hurt, she hurt her wrist, so she might not you know, perform. Jacking off. Lynn Stewart. Do you know Lynn Stewart? She was Miss Yvonne in Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, she's wow. coming. Yeah. yeah, my friend Dante Aww. Spencer's coming. Anyway, mm. it's going to be just um, maybe a little a different. A joyful from, noise. From the first one where it was maybe more heartfelt and sort of gooey, touchy feely. This is probably going to be more comedy. You know, um, comedy more, more fun. It's, it's going to be fun. Can- it's cancer tonight. Hey. Cancer comedy. Cancer. We've got it's a little hilarious. tumor humor. Woo. Oh, uh, yes. It's healing. <laughs> it's cancer with more slide whistle. <laughs> okay. Everybody. <laughs> I didn't cry. I'm going to cry after, though. I love you, Suzanne Wong. I love you. You are a, a love you thing of force of nature yes. you are brilliant smart funny kind amazing and you are fighting this like a motherfucker no i'm not well no, no you know okay sorry not fighting we're embracing i'm i'm felicia. i'm let- i am not embracing felicia no i'm not saying embracing felicia i'm letting felicia go yeah. lovingly Listen, i'm not fighting Dawn marie's her. gonna cut felicia like a fucking <laughs> bitch over there she can do whatever she wants i'm just saying don't d- please don't put it on me that that's what i, I need to be doing I understand. get it yeah. okay all right yeah. thank I'm not you not trying to be controlling or fisting you. fisting you in any way you're trying Belching. you're trying to fist vanessa though i can <laughs> tell right. that's... what oh well, well. <laughs> you can learn some things about yeah. yourself today that's... one more thing to say to you 212 how you doing <laughs> <laughs> Susan Wong and her friends are so hot. Yeah. Okay, go go to the. We'll post it all. Go yes. to yep. go to Suzanne's um, GoFundMe. Go Please go do help, it. Help my friend. Look he- at her. He- She's fierce, yes. man. And it's been She's an honor fierce. meeting you. Yeah. She's smart. You too, yeah. Chris. Thank you. I love you, Crazian. I love you, Round Eye. Oh. Ah, happy, happy. Oh my God. Hey, this is Bob Seska, host of The Bob Seska Show. If you enjoyed this episode, you're going to love my show, where every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we talk about this guy. Trump is crazy. And this guy. Trump is a f***ing idiot. And we say this a lot. Sweet, merciful crap. Because. He can't keep getting away with it. Find The Bob Seska Show at SexyLiberal.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, BobSeska.com, and everywhere else you get your podcasts.